One day to call my mama to remind her we ain't broke. I'm on the move with it. They all watching like what he do with it. It's a night I'm on the move with it. They all watching like what he do with it. Look at him go, look at him go. in history. Welcome to First Round K.O. from a remote location. We're just in our apartments and we're talking over Skype because physical distancing. Yay. Which I prefer that. Social distancing is windful distancing. (laughs) Yes. I prefer the term physical distancing only because with social media, it's damn near impossible to social distance unless you deleted everything. You know what I mean? So I prefer physical distancing. It sounds, I don't know, to me, that's, we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> I'm joined as always. I'm KOAKA Howard J. Diggers, and I'm joined as always by Hanson McLevane. What's up? How, how we doing? <laughs> I'm surviving. I, I'm locked in a big white cube, but I'm cool, man. I'm keeping cool. Well, yeah, it's weird. I'm now the only person in my dorm room. That's why I'm here in my dorm room recording the podcast, and I, I'm still at work, which is okay, but it's also weird because well, I didn't you have the most essential job out of anybody in Whitewater. Listen, right it's a funny joke because, yes, we are quote unquote essential. And I get why you, some people do need something to do, but at the same time, people need to stay at home. I have a whole Jesus. I hate people that come into the store, but at the same time, I get it. Anyway, how are you doing? I, like I said, I'm not going crazy. Um, I have a, officially have a girlfriend now, so that's cool. Um, so I'm just lonely with someone to talk to frequently. But here's the thing about being quarantined. or like, We're not quarantined. We're just being so safe, socially distanced. Um, you can't just not respond because you have For no real. excuse. See, I have the excuse of I'm at work, but that's only a couple oh, times I a day. But yeah, you. Yeah, right. Oh, I Listen. took a nap. Oh, your fifth nap for the day? Yeah, I really <laughs> believe that, Hanson. So, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I just got to say, thank God for the show 20 coming out when, at the time that it did. Because I always grind that game no matter what. My grades usually fa- or slip a little bit because of it. But this came they at the perfect time. time. Exactly. It came at the perfect time. I've been grinding the game, the hell out of that game. Well, there was a little um, rumor going around that they were going to quick port it over to Xbox and they were going to drop it right away because of all this shit going on. I heard that rumor even before this this started. Well, like they the, are, they're going cross-platform. Eventually. Yeah, and like not next year, the year after. Okay, yeah. Which next, next, Actually, it'd be the next generation of consoles, so the next if, game. If you are a baseball fan and you play video games and you don't have MLB The Show 20 already, I strongly recommend it. I would it because get it, it, but I can't. It's so phenomenal. Like, the game itself, like, it's it's baseball. It's not like Madden where it's Madden and not football. It's baseball. <laughs> Dude, I got so, so pissed true. at Madden this year. I got so, so pissed at Madden this year. I deleted the app uh, off my PlayStation um, once, the, um, once the show came out. Um, wow. Yeah, I, I I got extremely pissed at it because I just I finally realized that it's not football. <laughs> it's, That's how I am. I, I am about 2K, but I don't have another sports game to go to. It would be the show. That would be my next game. But it's either like the show, which I can't play, Chell, 
which it's fun, but like it's not my thing. And like Madden, and we, we already covered that one. So like I feel like I'm kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. That's fair. Me and I'm my buddies really also big on the racing games though. Well, yeah, me and my buddies actually just re-picked up Rocket League. Um, oh, because, there you go. Right? Because that game's super fun. So that's that's an easy one to just plug and play for a couple. Either, you know, you play it for a half hour or you play it for five, you know. I've been picking up cheap Wii games, getting them mailed Ooh. in. Yeah, I picked up. So I now am the proud owner of the full collection of the Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games collection. I have Phenomenal 2008, game. 2010, and 2012. Y'all can suck it. I am cooler Phenomenal than you. Game. Um, Love that game. So I also have Lego Batman that I just ordered in. Um, that is a supreme game. And then my favorite, NBA Live 08, I believe it was, with Gilbert Arenas on the cover, if you want to okay. double-check that for me. But like, um, the, it was the NBA Live with Gilbert Arenas on the cover. And I had it. It might have been 08. Uh, I got it for the Wii. Long story short, the CD broke in half. Old. So um, that's coming in the mail. That was my first Wii game I got with my first Wii. So wow. this is like true nostalgia. Actually, awful game looking back at it, but I'm sure the young kid in me is going to love it. I and well, I had NBA 2K11. Oh, for the, the best Wii. 2K of all time. But I had it for the Wii. So yes, it was the best, but it also wasn't great it was <laughs> for still me. Solid though. But it was still solid, and honestly, legitimately, um, my buddy Connor, who used to do the show, now has his uh, Sports and More podcast. Um, he did a whole episode with my buddy Kiz, who also has a podcast with us. They did a whole episode on the greatest video game soundtracks. Oh, and I love it so up there, dude. I I. I got on both of them afterwards so hard because I genuinely, in my opinion, NBA 2K11 was my favorite game soundtrack of all time. I still, I have the playlist on my Spotify. I still listen to it from time to time. It's so good. It's so good. It's genuinely one of my favorites. I think it shaped my music taste genuinely. Wow. Yeah. But anyway, I have the show. That's all I've been playing. I already have two different franchises. I'm on the Marlins and the Brewers. I'm already in the majors. On road to the show. Oh, what are your positions right now? And how many times have you had the switch? Um, well, they moved me in both. So on the Marlins, I started as a second baseman. They moved me to shortstop. And the Brewers, I started as a third baseman. They moved me to first. Huh. But anyway, I also have a Brewers overall franchise where I control the team. And I have Yasiel Puig, Anthony Rizzo. Um, so it's like the National League All-Stars. Pretty much. <laughs> nice. I got someone Good else. Stuff. I can't remember who. Oh, Scooter Jeanette was a free agent, so I picked him up, brought him oh, back. That, that's a nice piece to have on any roster. Right, that's threw him on third. The roster's getting bigger. Exactly, threw him at third base. So that, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm absolutely loving the show, especially because today, yeah, anyway, I don't want to talk about it. What we are going to talk about today, in a few minutes, we are going to talk about the whole of NFL free agency so far. Holy. I've been kind of, yes. the whole league, because a lot has happened. There's a lot of things we have a lot of things to talk about. Uh, I've kind of been holding off on this for several reasons, um, but mostly just so that we could all we could talk about a lot of it all at once. But before we get into that, if you are a fan and if you are enjoying this so far, please subscribe to the podcast on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcast from. I just found out a couple of weeks ago that we're also on Downcast. I didn't even know we're on that, but I use that for my podcast because it's one of the only apps that you can get subscription-based podcasts, and that's I have a couple subscription-based podcasts, and I was just randomly I was like, oh, am I on here? Sure, shit, we're on there too. So 
go wherever, right? Wherever you get your podcast from, please subscribe, rate us, whatever you can do to help the algorithm of the podcast system. Um, you can also get merch on Redbubble. I am sporting my new long sleeve FRKO shirt and I absolutely love it. Um, so you can find that all the links in the description below. Follow us on Twitter at FRKO podcast. Yeah. And Hanson, you have something to plug as well. Yeah. So um, on Sunday, you can find me on Facebook, uh, Hanson McElvain. I will be doing a live acoustic gig at 3 p.m. on Facebook Live. Um, I've been kind of looking for something to do um, to try to put a smile on a couple people's faces if I can um, during a pretty rough time that we're all going through right now. So if you are uh, if you're interested in all in tuning in for that. That will be at 3 p.m. this Sunday. I can't remember the date off the top of my head. Maybe the 29th or the 30th or something like 29th. that. 29th. Yeah, so um, it'll be a lot of fun. You can throw some suggestions on the Facebook page right now. Or um, you can also do it through the live chat. I kind of like to think of myself as a human jukebox of the top 40s from the last 40 years. So it'll be a lot of fun. Um, if you're looking for something to do and you're locked in your house like I am, I think it'll be a good time. Absolutely. It sounds like a really good time. So speaking of a good time, let's talk NFL free agency. Oh, so let's do it. Let's let's uh, we're just so what we're looking at, for those of you who wonder why we're doing this and what order we're doing this, we're looking at the free agency tracker on CBS Sports. So I, if you want to follow along as you listen, you can go ahead and do that. So we're going to we're just going to do this in order. It's going to be the easiest way to keep track. Oh, Dak Prescott. Sure. Dak Prescott getting franchise tag by the Cowboys. Thoughts? He's not going to be a Cowboy in two seasons. And I think it's pretty, yeah. Um, I think Jerry made a mistake here. Um, They should have worked out some sort of long-term deal. Um, Dak deserves his money. I understand the franchise tag, the the exclusive franchise, franchise tag. That's a lot of money. You're really dedicating to him. But the way it's, they're kind of running the organization right now, it doesn't seem like it's player-friendly. It seems like it's business-friendly, kind of controlling their players like they're with their franchise tag. So uh, from a player's perspective, I don't think he's going to want to be there anymore because he's not in control. Interesting. I, I think I can look at this from two sides. Um, if you're the Cowboys, this is a smart move to franchise him because, as I'm sure we're going to talk about, they also re-signed Amari Cooper which is good. Well, Otherwise they like, would have, who else do you get to play quarterback right now? Uh, there's like, options. There, there's out there. options, but is there anyone better than Dak? Um, I, I don't think so personally. I mean, you can make an the, argument, but I'd have to look. I'm not the biggest Dak supporter in the world. But like <laughs> Andy Dalton. I listen. Okay. I, I know would rather have Matt. I would rather have Dak Prescott over Matt Stafford. Over Matt Stafford? Yeah. No. No, I'd it, take Stafford over that. With, with, over the, Dak. with Zeke in your offense, I would still take Dak because Dak is a bit more mobile. Genuinely, and I'm not even trying to joke here, I would I would consider taking Andy Dalton over Dak. Really? Yes. For what reason? I I don't know if this is and this is weird for me because I hate Andy Dalton because he went to TCU and then he was a Bengal and I just just systematically not a good just, exactly t- systematically I hated him but looking at what he has actually done with this dysfunctional franchise I actually think he is a very solid thrower of the football I don't think he's phenomenal by any means but he his accuracy and his 
just his throwing ability seems to be very, very solid. And okay, I think well, that's the best. Here's my question for you then. How many targets is he going to have downfield if he, if Dalton were to be in Dallas? Or just in general, how many targets are there going to be? Who, Cooper? Yeah, you got Cooper. Who else you got? Um, They have Michael Gallup. I'm trying to think of who their tight end is. I can't even – I don't even know. They lost Randall Cobb. Yep. Who is their second biggest receiver? Michael Gallup. Yeah, no, no, but, like, Randall Cobb was their second biggest receiver. Is what I'm no, saying. I'd say Gallup was. Really? Yeah, Cobb – I mean, Cobb was – he's a slot guy, I guess. You could you could make the argument, but Gallup – right now, oh, Gallup yeah. is a better – yeah. Um, At least in that system. But that's why I think they had to pay Cooper because they didn't have many other options. Um, yeah. So, like – so that's why you pay Cooper, you franchise Dak – and then maybe you can work around things. But looking at it from Dak's point of view, I and maybe this is because I don't like him that much and because I don't I'm not fully behind his talent. I personally think he should have taken a smaller deal. I think he should be the one to be like, OK, this team should be built around. Like th- This team needs to be paid at different positions. I don't need to take a big deal. I don't need to be a high paid quarterback. I should just take whatever money they give me and build the team around, put some talent around me. So here's what I'll tell you in response to that. Dak Prescott's 26 years old. I don't know if he wants to win or is in a dire situation to win right now. Every player should be in a dire position. Okay, you would think that, right? Yes. But with the way we've seen the Cowboys play in the last couple seasons, (laughs) there definitely looks like there's some lack of uh, energy, one might say, sometimes. Yes. A little bit of a lack of motivation. Absolutely. Uh, I think Dak is totally cool getting this non-exclusive franchise tag, or the exclusive franchise tag, excuse me, for uh, getting all that money he's about to have in his bank account. Like, that's why he's cool with it. I don't think he needs to win for another three, four, five years. Because if you see a guy like Drew Brees going into his 40s, Tom Brady wants to play until he's 45, 46. And And if I'm the Cowboys, that's exactly why I put the franchise tag on him. Yeah. So that's my thought. All right. Number two, Chris Jones, defensive lineman, uh, franchise tag from the Kansas City Chiefs. Hard to argue that one. He's one of the better tackles right now. Awesome. And it's one of those things where it's like, once again, who are you going to find that's better? Not really anybody. Genuinely, maybe Aaron Donald. Well, Aaron Donald depends on what position you look at him, but genuinely Chris Jones is one of the better D tackles in the game right now. And yeah, he's in good shape too. Like he's, he hasn't been super injured. So you're looking at longevity. This guy might have like a Clay Matthews type career where he, he could play into his 30s and be pretty healthy. So Absolutely. keep an eye on that. Um, Drew Brees staying with the Saints. I think we all figured that. 50 million for two years. Am I reading that correctly? Yeah, um, that, I believe he actually got the exact same deal Brady got. The the 50 million for two years, all guaranteed, 25 Holy each year. Um, I will explain to you why Brady's deal is so much sweeter than Drew Brees' deal in a hot second. Um, Are there? Because yeah, we'll that's our that. next one. But Drew yep. Brees, um, good on him. Um, you want to talk about taking a lower contract? I think he should have been the one to do it. Um, oh, absolutely. I I was not very impressed with Drew Brees taking that $50 million for two-year deal. Especially the way he played last year. He was not the Drew Brees of old. No, he wasn't. And I will admit, coming off of – being out for an extended period of time and then coming back the way that he did, that's extremely impressive. 
like do not want to discount that, especially at his age. Yeah. But once again, one of those guys where you just that I think he's where you need to take a little money and put it somewhere else at that well, age. And, and yeah, he's at that age where he has enough where he can take a smaller deal to try to help his team win. And at 41, is he playing for fun anymore? No. Hell no. He's playing to win. Exactly. So that's exactly how he should be looking at this. I'm Although, a little disappointed in him. He he does have one already. So but if he's, if he's playing for it? fun, he's gone. Unless, I mean, it could be. If Does he really need that extra $50 million? No. I don't think so. And I don't know. I just, I, no, if, I he, if he's really in, in the camp of winning, that's not the move you make, man. I completely agree. All right. This is the one we're probably going to spend the most time on. We both have some strong feelings. I'm going to let you go first. Tom Brady at 42 years old signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for two years, 50 million. Hanson, let's hear it. Okay. So let me, first thing I want to say, um, our final two teams were the chargers and the, and the bucks. That's what we, that's what it came down to. The Raiders kind of went out the window um, as soon as I saw that, I knew Tom Brady was going to Tampa Bay. No ifs, ands, or buts because of one simple reason. You ready? State income tax. <laughs> Tom Brady yeah. gets to keep all $50 million he's going to make in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. That's Take why away so many people... half of that going out and playing in L.A. Really? I mean, Almost, yeah, I it'll suppose. be about half. Yeah. Especially with how much money he's making with the, the liberal laws out in California for state income. Yeah. So Tom Brady, cheers to you, mate. Like, good job. I'm sure Giselle will be happy in Tampa Bay. Uh, that was one of the biggest things we were talking about. Um, I don't feel bad about the money thing for this one in particular because I still feel like he's worth that. Um, he's significantly better than Drew Brees still in my mind. Um, what? I should, okay, I won't say significantly, but he's better than Drew Brees still in my mind. I actually, okay, um, I'll let you finish. And that, and I, this is his way of proving that he doesn't need Belichick. That sad turtle can go lose by his lonesome with no quarterback and wide receivers next season because he doesn't have any. Um, also, with the possibility of Antonio Brown being on this roster, Come season beginning. Oh, that nope. That already got shot down. Oh, it did. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, Arians came out today and shot that down. He said that's not a good fit for the locker room, and he doesn't want to do that. Oh well, I think Antonio Brown's changed. I would actually take a chance on him. <laughs> anyway, what? um, I would take a chance on him. You give him a, a cheap one-year deal. He will. He will play for anything right now. Let. We'll leave that for another day. It, well, that's we'll like that's like your Demarcus that. Cousins one point six million dollar minimum deal for one year. He's been doing those for three years now. Um, so I just, Tom Brady is going to show, he's going to be like the Michael Jordan on the wizards, but like still able to win championships. And I also have this theory that Tom Brady knew that wherever the Super Bowl was going to be this year, he had a really good chance of being in it. So he wanted to go to the team where the Super Bowl was being held so he could sleep in his own bed the night before. Just a thought. Just a thought. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> yeah, so so let me hear it from the, the real football analyst over here. I, we have very different thoughts on this. 
I did not think of the state income tax. I, I mean, that makes a lot of sense on why he went here. I, and I'm not going to dispute that. I'm going to, so <laughs> I actually think that Belichick wanted him to leave. Belichick, we all know, wanted to trade Tom Brady, what, what was it, three years ago now, but instead was forced to trade Garoppolo because Robert Kraft did not want to trade Brady. So I, I think Belichick, and I'm not a, I'm not a Patriots guy. I'm really not. But I think, the, I think Belichick, I think Ka- Colin Coward might be right. Belichick might have a plan where he's going to tank for Trevor Lawrence this year. It could happen. And honestly, they'd be smart to do it because I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be phenomenal in the NFL. But we're talking about Brady and the, and the Bucks right now. This will not work. I think the Bucs are going 8-8 eight and eight this season. And let me tell you why. Whoa, because whoa. they're going 8-8. Eight and eight. They're not going to make the playoffs because they're going to be the third best team in their division. Possibly the fourth best team in their division. Okay. Their division's really fucking that, good this that year. That division is going to be so much fun to watch this year. It's so good. And it's usually really good. But it's even better somehow. <laughs> it's crazy. Anyway, I think they're th- the third, possibly fourth best team in this division. Last year... And the way that this team is built with Bruce Arians as the coach and his scheme, and he always brings in quarterbacks that don't fit his scheme, but he makes them play his scheme, which has worked for him. Carson Palmer, uh, 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 Andrew Luck, and James Winston last year. Those are the three biggest examples. He has a philosophy, and he has the roster right now for a deep ball West Coast offense where you can just bomb the hell out of the ball basically whenever you want. And that's a, that's a large part of their offense. And it always has been with Bruce Arians. But you look at what Tom Brady did last year. I'm, I'm, I'm sketchy on the stats, and I've been trying to find them, and I can't really find, find them right now. But all I know is Brady was near the, the bottom of the league in deep ball accuracy and deep ball and I think he was middle deep ball attempts, but his accuracy was garbage. Like, okay. I can it, argue. I, I have to break you right here. You're talking about his accuracy downfield. Are we talking? Is that stat take into effect? Who's catching the ball on the receiving end? Of course it is. Because that's a big point that you have to bring up. If you're going to talk about Tom Brady's accuracy last season, but it's still, if you, yes, he has better receivers this year. Sig- uh, the, oh, like, way better. Yeah, that's not something that even I can argue. That Of course it's not. But you still have to get the ball to your receiver. <laughs> he no, had, no, I understand that, yeah. He had Josh Gordon, and that never worked for whatever reason. Deep ball guy. He had Antonio Brown for a game, and that seemed to work, but they really were forcing the ball to Antonio Brown. And a lot of those weren't really even deep balls. Um, I... What Brady works best with, and we've seen that you know, he let's take away. Let's look at the last couple of years because he's th- this is what the, the guy we're working with. Brady works best with short to intermediate passes. Julian Edelman, Rob Gronkowski, his two biggest targets were guys who caught the ball from five to ten to and, 15 and ran yards. with it. Yeah. Yes. Now they do have that guy in Chris Godwin. But Godwin does – Godwin in that offense is more of a deep guy. As, and same with 
excuse me, t- same with Mike Evans. Evans is a deep ball guy. We know that. It also relies heavily on a run game. Can you tell me who the starting running back is for the <laughs> Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Uh, it's Ronald Jones. How, how did he do last year? Not great because, and I know that for a fact because I had him in fantasy. <laughs> He had a few good games. He's more of a pass catching back in that aspect. It will work great for Bel- or for Brady in the run game aspect. It will not work very well. So why I did just, they try to make a move at Melvin Gordon? It probably should have. Like <laughs> I don't that, know why. Why they, did that? Maybe they didn't have money after giving Brady $50 million. Yeah, or I guess Todd Gurley could have been another pickup option, but it seemed like pretty obvious he was going to Atlanta. If, if Brady really wanted to prove that he can win without Belichick, why the hell did he take $50 million for two years? Why not take a small contract, go to Tampa Bay and prove and let them build a better team around you and then prove that you can win. Why? He doesn't need that money. He could have retired and they could have lived for another hundred years on the money that him and Giselle have already. Mostly Giselle too. Yeah, That's the best exactly. Part. Like he's not even the breadwinner. They could each live separately and like, be fine. <laughs> yeah, he's not even wearing the pants in this shit. Like Exactly. Th- yeah, dude, like, I, you're good. I think, you're fine. You're good, Brady. I think this is Brady's going to retire in Tampa, and he's going down there. And, yes, he's going to look pretty decent because he has Mike Evans. He has Chris Godwin. He has Ronald Jones, who's going to be a good pass catcher. He has O.J. Howard, who should be a good tight end. It's going to be a decent looking offense. But the other part of this that we're not even looking at yet, Brady, Brady's act or Brady's uh, completion percentage and his QBR and all the other stats that you want to look at when under pressure was second to last in the league last year. And how bad is their offensive line? Tampa Bay's offensive line was ranked 22nd. Oh boy. As compared to new England's who is ranked number five. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure Tampa Bay has had some additions to that offensive line. Um, I will look into that, but I don't. Uh, it, uh, it's an edge tackle. Um, I don't think if they did, it was very large. I think they fran did they franchise tag one of them. I I. You know, couldn't tell you. Uh, Not well, that I can see on this well, at least. Edge, yeah. Well, those are edge tackles. I'm just saying it's going to be hard to improve that line. And Brady last year was not great under pressure with the number five ranked offensive line this year. He's going all the way to the 22nd in an offense that relies on the deep ball and you to be again, this might all change because maybe they'll change into more of a Brady intermediate offense and it might work a little better, but I don't think Mike Evans will be that good in that offense. The other part of this is the defense That defense for Tampa Bay was not good last year. Last year, because I'm such a fantasy football guy, any time a wide receiver or a quarterback or even a running back for that matter was playing against Tampa Bay, they were almost an automatic start in anyone's lineup because they were putting up big numbers, mostly because they were getting touchdowns off of Jameis Winston interceptions. But I'm just, but that offense or that defense just, they're, they're way too young. Shaquille Barrett's really the only one on the line. You can say in Donna can sue, but he's getting up there in age. Well, what about this thing that like all these players are calling in and trying to get meetups with Tampa Bay to try to sign a contract? But I don't how, know. How where's much the validity either. behind that? 
I, I, I believe it. I 100% believe it because a, they're going to make a lot of money just from, I, they're going to, the, Tampa Bay is going to try to build a team around him now. So they're going to bring in a lot of people, but who can they even bring in now? Like, I, <laughs> I don't even know who else is even out there. You it can bring in. It wouldn't surprise me if Clay Matthews ends up down there. Warm weather. Cool. Keep all your money. What is Clay going to do? He, he'll be, a, he'll be a nice, like, you know, guy one off the starting list on the depth chart. He'll be a solid guy, maybe a backup. I, I'm just, I'm just looking at this from where Tampa Bay was last year. You, you take away a guy who, yes, he threw 30 interceptions, and he was, he was a meme, whatever. He is arguably one of the best fits for that offense, especially yeah, because yeah. he did, he did get LASIK. That you know, we joke about him not being able to see. He did get LASIK in this offseason. I genuinely think he's going to be a better quarterback next year. And maybe that's just me being weird, but I genuinely think he's going to have I can totally great agree numbers. with that. I can exactly. Totally agree with that. So why take that guy who's younger? He's he's six years younger than no, 16 years younger than this guy. Why would you why would you take away this guy who's better for your <sighs> offense, who you could probably pay less, who you'd have but for a Tom longer Brady, time, man? Yes, it's Tom Brady, but it's a 42-year-old Tom Brady it, who just got knocked out by Derrick Henry and the Tennessee Titans in the in the playoffs. With with a lack of weapons. And we just talked about okay. <laughs> this just popped into my my mind too. We just talked about how this division is going to be probably the best in football. Easily. I think all of these I think all of these teams are playoff contenders. What division was he just in? The easiest division in football. What literally he was guaranteed about six wins a year because of how bad his division was. This is, you know, it's good for him financially. Good job. You're going to get all 50 million of this contract. I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going eight and eight this year. If that, I think that's a ceiling for them. In my opinion, I just don't think this is going to work whatsoever. Hey, can you do me a solid real quick? Can you actually mute your, um, your camera because it comes through a lot clearer when you mute your camera. When I mute the camera? Yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Because yep. it sends the, the signal clear. Hashtag quarantine so, fun. Turn video off. Yeah, turn that turn that vid off. Why is it not? <laughs> it's not turning off my camera. Well, we're just gonna unplug that. No, we are Maybe. cameraless. Yeah? Yes. We are good. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I can still hear you. Oh, wait, now, but now that camera's on. Yeah, see, that's what I'm trying to turn. I am trying to turn it off, but oh. st- I'll, I'll try it. I'll try it in a little bit. Don't worry. Right, anyway. Cool. Yeah. Oh, AJ Green is next. AJ Green got franchise tagged by the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. It's going to um, be really funny when Burrow doesn't go to Cincinnati. Why would he not go to Cincinnati? I I feel like there's there's this idea that the Bengals might be open to trading down. That would have to be a hefty package. I, I'm thinking because there there's quarterback talent outside of the top three. Um, some of it is very unproven. Some of them might turn into a Mitch Trubisky type, <laughs> unfortunately. But you know what? In Cincinnati... You've got a, a, a still a, a young court, well, not young, but a, a very solid A.J. Green, 31 years old. 
he can still play the game very well. Um, you're not going to win any games, or like nothing important at least. I'd say try to develop a young guy a little bit better than Chicago did, because they didn't do well. Because Mitch Trubisky sucks. But why so. not try to get what I believe is a generational talent? Yeah, you know. Um, Plus, okay, also, I, who's I, just, I don't want to see Joe Burrow's career die in Cincinnati. Who's going to give up the farm for Joe Burrow at this point? That's true. That's true. I mean, who doesn't have a starting quarterback yet? I mean. Does Miami? Miami has Fitzpatrick. But, but, so, I but still they're going to go for Tua. I think they're still going to go for Tua, which in my, again, is going to be a mistake. Because, like, does Miami try to trade up? Do they maybe see a, a potential future with Burrow? He, Burrow's going to be a better pick for them than Tua is. That's exactly. for damn sure. So, but what is Miami? What what assets does Miami have to give up? Exactly. You know? They just re-signed Devontae Parker and Mike Jacecki. That's about all they have. So I don't know. It, it's like, what are you willing to give up at this point? So, um, we are going to do a draft uh, episode pretty soon here. Well, I guess we have about a month until the draft. Um, so we are going to do, I'm going to do my own mock draft as I do every year. Um, so we will do that eventually. But I think, I don't know for AJ green and for the Bengals, I think this was a weird move because all last season, it felt like he should have left and that he was healthy enough to play, but he didn't play. And to, for them, for the Bengals to just say, nah, you're going to stay here. I that's it's just a weird move on both sides. They could trade him. Um, I was happy to see where he was going to go, but I don't know. I think this is this is a not if but when AJ Green leaves the Bengals. So, just really quick to sidetrack off to Tua again, very briefly. What what if the Redskins don't want to trade that second pick? Like what? They don't if, need to, what if that they happens? Don't need to, they don't need to trade the second pick. What if they wanted to go in a new direction? Like, wait, because the second pick would be Tua. No. Redskins don't need Tua. But what What if they want to go a different direction? Lose some cap space, potentially, if they, they'd have an option. Just just throwing it out there, you know? Maybe they, maybe they like Tua. Maybe they think Tua could be their future. I don't know. I'm out I, here making hot takes. That's my job. The Redskins? Yeah. I mean, it could happen. So I don't think it's going to because now they have. Uh, I mean, they have Haskins. They have Haskins, and they traded for Kyle Allen from the Panthers. And you talk about a team that's not going to win anything. I mean, good God. <laughs> yeah. Offensive. Uh, yeah. Offensive efficiency ranking for the Redskins was thirty second, and their defensive ranking was twenty se- or twenty seventh. So here's an idea. What if the Lions might try to make a play at the Bengals? Again, I just don't think so because they have Stafford who can they can still win. Even but though what if Stafford's part of that trade package? That's what I'm saying because Stafford doesn't seem like he really is a big fan of being in Detroit right now. Are you talking for the Bengals to trade, like for to the trade, Lions to trade up? Yeah, trade okay. up with Matt Stafford in the deal for Joe Burrow. If I'm the Cincinnati Bengals, no one is touching that pick. I don't care what you try to offer me. I want Joe Burrow on my, in my franchise. 
But I, you know, they're such a terribly run franchise. I could see them trading it down to the Lions for Stafford, where they only get, you know, another two years out of Stafford before his back finally gives out. And then they're just shit out of luck. And you know what? That would suck because Joe Burrow would then be in my division. And I don't want that. <laughs> because And with you saying that, that's exactly why the Lions, if and when they do stay at three, they should be drafting Justin Herbert. <laughs> I completely agree because the, yeah, I, I already have a lot of my picks kind of mapped out, especially for this top 10. And yeah, I, I, and I, I and I do my mock drafts without trades because those are impossible to predict. But yeah, I, I I don't know. It'll be interesting. But as far as AJ Green goes, I this it's just weird. It just it just feels feel like they're just for him. Yeah, it feels like they're not letting him leave. Anyway, let's talk about Philip Rivers because this one's also talk about you know Brady. We didn't even talk about how fucking weird that's going to be seeing him in that jersey. But Philip Rivers, it's all good. You know, McCarthy's over at the Cowboys, <laughs> you know, Brady's in Tampa Bay. Oh, let, hey, let's fuck around a little more and throw Philip Rivers in a Colts uniform. That's cool. It's fine. It's fine. Peyton doesn't care. So, like, yeah, no, it, the NFL is wild. It's like NBA free agency last year. Just it's crazy. Shit flying on other shit. And it's just it's going. No, who so cares? Phillip- right. The world's ending. God. Like, <laughs> yeah, Phillip- no, we're good. Philip Rivers signed with the Indianapolis Colts and Colts. And I'm just now realizing that it's basically the same contract as Brady and Breeze got, the but it's only one, it's one, but year. it's just one yeah. year. Yeah. Like, first of all, okay. I was a fan of Jacoby Brissett last year, but for some reason it didn't work late in the season. I don't know what happened. T Y being injured probably didn't help a lot well, of that. He but had T-Y- his chance and he showed that he can play football again. Yes, true. And he did. They also did pay him. So the fact that they're bringing in Rivers for only one year, I think is interesting. Maybe they are going to try to build Jacoby still. Um, so that'll be interesting. But to sign Rivers for this amount, of, I do think it's an upgrade for the time being. I think Rivers is better right now than Jacoby is right now. I can so this, get behind that. You know, and I so I think this is the Colts saying we still have a very solid roster and we can contend with our dumbass <laughs> division. I'm not not counting Tennessee, but the other two teams are just you terribly gotta, you, wrong. You have to play a solid game. That's it. That's all you got to do. I, I genuinely think they now have a shot at the division. Yeah, no, totally. 100%. You know? Yeah. I mean, like you said, talent like talent is just scattered kind of minusculely a, a, among each franchise. It's there. I don't know if we're going to get to it, but they signed Xavier Rhodes today. Oh, they did, did they? Yes, there it is right here. Number 41, Xavier Rhodes, one year for five million. So I think I, you know, I, I think the Colts are kind of all all in right now. That's it. That's it. Is that a team friendly deal for a cornerback of his age? I'd say for like, cause corners like, uh, yeah, he's still, that's prime. He's prime right now. I mean, considering Byron Jones got five years, 82 million for the Dolphins. <laughs> I'd say. Yeah, and Bradbury got what three for forty-five. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I, that's a that's a very team-friendly deal. I'm I'm glad that somebody understands what a team-friendly deal looks like. Right. The Colts. I yeah, again, maybe a little too much for Philip Rivers, but I 
I can't. You know what? The guy deserves a big paycheck. He's had a good career. He also has a lot of mouths to feed. <laughs> uh, uh, oof. Um, and yeah, he's yeah. at the end of his career too, so I think it's it's a good move for him, at least financially. It's not like the Colts are really going to do that much; not going to make that much noise. So he's not like it's a he's affecting a franchise long term here. Um, Amari Cooper re-signing with the Cowboys, one hundred million for five years. Uh, duh. Duh. Yeah, I, I think it's a no dumb moment. I I yeah. didn't question that one at all. There's a reason why it happened so early. I don't know if this is a hot take, but I've been saying a version of this since Zeke and Dak's rookie year. Zeke has been and always will be more valuable than Dak. Correct. And now I also throw Amari into that talk. I agree. Okay, good. Because I, yeah. I, I genuinely think you can plug about 40 different quarterbacks, and I'm not exaggerating when I say 40 different quarterbacks that are currently in the NFL – I think you could plug them into that spot and they would be as good, if not better than Dak. Well, here's what I'll tell you. If I did my reading properly and I looked at the proper resources, uh, part of putting an executive franchise tag on a guy means that you can trade him. Correct. So that means that Dak could potentially be a trade asset. (laughs) Wouldn't that be something? Trade up for Burrow? I don't know if it's a Burrow. Maybe it's a Tua thing. (laughs) I think Tua would actually fit that system pretty okay. He could, but there's um, also talks about the Patriots taking two of this year. If he falls, I, I, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, I don't know if Tua is fit for a system like that. Oh, but, Belichick would work around it. Well, yeah, I just, I was thinking also maybe Chase Young once again, I'm, I'm really high on Chase Young. Yo, of course. How can you not be? Um, just like he, he's, his pure athleticism is just disgusting. Are you, um, do, what are you talking about for Chase Young? Uh, just like his value for the team in general. Like, is it worth giving up a quarterback and trying to build up from? But, and then obviously, in my opinion, I think the biggest sleeper pick in the whole draft, even though I'm looking at this and he's fourth on NFL.com for the mock, but Justin Herbert is like an amazing pocket quarterback. Oh, of course. But I think he's going to be fantastic. He's going to have a great, fruitful NFL career. And I really think that he could do that in a Cowboys uniform. So depending on what the Cowboys would have to give up to get up there, I don't know what where their pick is at here. They're at 17. Do you think 17 in Dak and a future first or a future third gets you up that high? No. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe th- maybe it's like a third and two, like a, a third, a fifth, and a seventh. I'll tell you, they're going to have to get higher than six because if Herbert's still there when the Chargers are up, he's gone. Gone. Heartbeat. He starts week one. Like, in spoiler fact, alert, Chargers, I'm going to have the spoiler alert. I have Herbert going number six to the Chargers. <laughs> I, I don't I don't have Justin Herbert falling that far down. Uh, Just, again, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the draft yeah, is so important this year. <laughs> it's so important. And I, I genuinely I love the draft. I watch all seven rounds every year and I genuinely can't wait. We, all we're right. we're going to have to keep an eye on wide receiving numbers this year as oh a my whole. God, what? Because they're the going to receiver class. The wide receiver class is freaking ridiculous or ridiculous this year. I can't wait. Uh, Chris Harris uh, signing from the Broncos to the Chargers. $20 million for two years. Good signing by the Chargers. No. um, When you're trying to make a ploy for Tom Brady, that's not the way you do it. 
uh, in my opinion, it is because you try to build your defense. If you can still pay Brady what the contract that he wants in that $50 million and you can build a, a, what, in my opinion, a better defense than what Tampa Bay has right now. I, the chargers genuinely, if I was Brady and I wanted to win, the chargers would have been the better option. I don't know if Brady, I don't know. If, yeah. I don't think winning is the first thing on Brady's mind right now, as we've seen no, in his not choice. At all. Um, if I'm Brady at his age, I would rather see that money go into the offensive line. There's a couple guys that were up for grabs. That's probably where I would have gone first. Yeah, didn't they lose? I feel like they didn't Russell Akun like retire or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and then there's a couple guys that were up. I think the Packers. They signed Brian Belaga though. Yeah, so like there there are guys that are out there that I would rather see that money go towards if I'm Tom Brady, because but, I'm not trying to get injured out of the sport. Okay, but also, Tampa Bay's offensive line was ranked 22nd last year. Once again, that would be the same concern I have in Tampa Bay, too. So, like, okay. that's just a two-way street with his age. Okay, yes. But, uh, exactly. So, like, I <laughs> – they have a better team. Yes. They, Hunter Henry's yes. a better tight – Hunter Henry's a better tight end. The wide receiver core might not be – I think Tampa Bay actually has that edge. But the defense is better. The running back is better. I I don't know about the coaching staff. I, I can't remember. Is Lynn – I don't remember if Lynn's still there. But either way, Bruce might have that edge. But still, I just think the Chargers, if he was trying to win, and this is why I don't think he's trying to win, I think he knows his ability right now. I think he is there to make money. Like you said, no income tax. He's there to make money. He's there to live his life up in Florida. No state income tax. State income tax, That's the one that hits you. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I just, I think he's there to retire. (laughs) Yeah, it makes sense. Um, And we'll see that. If you want to make that argument with your with our next person on the list too, um, Shaquille Barrett, because that's if you want to talk about trying to invest into your defense. Also, Shaquille Barrett just had a fantastic season last year. Oh yeah, he he was one of the best outside linebackers. Of, he was the, one of the best edge rusher, rushers uh, in the league last Did, year. Was he Pro Bowl last year? I would have to assume so. I, think, I believe he was because I remember seeing that. I was like, oh, good for him. Um, the fact that he was only franchise tagged. I mean, you just had to pay fifty million to your quarterback. But I, he deserves a big contract. And I think that's Agreed. coming. I think because w- with a franchise tag, you can also still negotiate a contract. Yeah. So I think, I think that's either, it's either coming or he's going to leave next year. Like I, he deserves a big contract because he is worth that. Yeah. No. But yeah. Yeah. I, maybe it won't even be in Tampa, unfortunately, but you never know. It seems like you they want to keep him. And, and they should because he he's he, still got he's, he's still got time on his career too. He's young. Speaking of Fish. speaking of very good edge rushers. Oh yeah, Davion Clowney. No one. He's empty. No. Okay, so this is the first unsigned guy that we've gotten to. Yeah. Let's um, let's speculate. Speculation station. So here's my thing. I feel like a couple of these guys, minus the quarterbacks that aren't getting picked up, there's there's other reasons. So I, I'm wondering if there's off the field stuff that was kind of murmured about the combine, because we hear about all these combine rumors and stuff going on. Yeah. And I'm thinking that's what some of these guys are up to. So maybe there's some off the field stuff. Maybe there's some those unannounced injuries that are long term, like a degenerative knee, something like that. Um, so just keep an eye on maybe for tiny stuff like that. Um, but Cloudy should be on a team. 
Yeah. Like, there's no reason he shouldn't be. Um, he would look really good in green and gold. Last <laughs> time I checked, there might even be a little money left for him to be in green and gold. We can um, only hope. He obviously can play in the climate coming from Seattle. He obviously God, knows how good the Packers can be, especially if you add another. Could you imagine him with the already pretty stellar blitz that we have? Just imagine Preston Smith from from left to right. Preston Smith, Z-Darius. Kenny Clark, yeah. Jadavion Clowney, and Zadarius Smith. And then the, there have been rumors about Clay, Matthew com- Clay Matthews coming back nope. on a cheap nope. deal. Nope, don't want it. Nope. No, like, I'm talking like if one of those guys is out, like give him a break on a couple – Couple I, ru- still, like, nope. I, I wouldn't want it. Okay, I'd rather even if it was just from like a coaching perspective too. Yeah. Just I guess to have it, him it, there. You know what I mean? Like that's like the having Vince Carter on your roster while he's 110 years old. I guess, but I, yeah, I'd rather, we got Tremont for that. <laughs> yeah. I, fair enough. He's also very good. I just don't want clay. He slowed down towards the end of his career with green Bay. And I feel like he can't, it, there's no way he got any, you know, there's no way he got better. He, true, he, true. he didn't have amazing stats in L.A. He wasn't bad, but he's yeah, he's I don't think he'd be worth the money right now. Yeah, I mean, his strength is still there. His speed is definitely gone. Um, he's been staying pretty healthy, which has been very impressive at his age. <laughs> so um, I think maybe his game has just shifted a bit. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I if you're not if you don't have to pay, give him a big contract, I think it's worth a shot. If I had to guess, I say Clowney probably stays in Seattle. I you would you would think so. Um, I don't know what what teams are going to be willing to throw that type of money at him that he'd be willing to go to. Um, yeah, he'd probably be staying out of Texas in general. Uh, I I don't really maybe <laughs> maybe he goes to Tampa Bay. Maybe maybe that's Do a they, thing. I don't know if they have money. I mean, I, may, I, maybe he doesn't need money right now. I, you never know. Maybe he's one of those guys True. who's willing to take a pay cut. Um, I maybe he goes to like New England, something like that, because yeah. New England's still gonna have a very good defense, or de- at least better than decent, you know. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah, they're gonna be solid. They're gonna be a defensive heavy team for the first time in I don't know how long. I mean, besides last, <laughs> last season, year they were besides, besides last year, okay. besides last year, okay. last year was anyway. just a weird year. You had Antonio Brown for one game. What? Um. So, yeah, I, I don't know. There's a lot of options for him, and you're, it comes down to a money thing. I don't know what he's expecting because, like, these other edge rushers are getting, like, like um, <laughs> Armstead got five years, $85 million. That's just stupid. Why? Yeah. Like, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of them are getting franchise tagged. Um, Fowler got three years, $48 yeah, million. I was just looking at that. Why? I, if- if I would have had to guess, he's he's going to be getting around forty to forty five million for about three years. Yeah, three years, four years. Yeah, yeah uh, there's there's no way that it's any less than that at his skill level, and his age. He's prime, and I I think unfortunately, <coughs> that's just not money teams are willing to spend right now, and he's not going to be able to be able to like, you know, reap from that fruit. So, it kind of sucks. So. We'll see what happens. I think there's still teams out there willing to spend the money on them. Especially because we saw the importance of defense last season. Yes, yes. Yeah, even the Tennessee uh, Titans are a great example of that. Exactly. Uh, Jameis Winston, still an uh, unsigned free agent. Um, don't be surprised if you see Jameis Winston in a New England Patriots uniform. 
I I would like that. Um, I genuinely, I yeah. and since you brought that up, I actually think, and I don't know why I'm all of a sudden so high on this guy, but I genuinely think Andy Dalton would be a great fit in New England. Um, it's it, you probably think that because he's like Tom Brady, but red, not as good, but really likes the pocket. Um, I. It, Listen, uh, Andy Dalton's got a freaking cannon still. Exactly. Fuck, maybe but, he's a better fit. In yeah, Tampa but who's he, he who's he throwing to, though? I mean, that's true. I think Edelman's still there. He might. There might be a suspension still uh, there because of his offseason activities. But well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. But any, but like, I don't know. Like, it, call me crazy, but if I were to pick, if I randomly, weirdly had to, I was running a franchise and I had to pick between two quarterbacks. I had to pick between Andy Dalton and Tom Brady. Right now? I would pick right now. Oh, oh, I, Andy Dalton. He's got it's like four, five, six years younger than him? Yeah. Yeah, no, even easy. If that's, I, that's not even a contest. Okay, okay. If you only had them for one season. Tom Brady. I'm picking Dalton. Nah. No, I think Dalton. I go with Brady. The, the thing that Dalton has done with the franchise that he's been with, too, I think I oh, think That's what we call guy. that? That's what we call uh, that mishappening in Cincinnati? It's a barely a franchise, and I think that leans into my point. <laughs> I don't know. I but 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 ugh, but back to Winston. I think the Bears should have gotten Winston instead of trading for Nick Foles. Oh, one hundred percent agree. I am like, so happy that they didn't do that. Or Cam. I, oh, me too. <laughs> yeah. Like what why did they trade for someone who is a glorif who is a backup quarterback? Let's be real. He's a backup quarterback. As hyped who had as a I really was, good run. Yeah. As hyped as I was that he was coming to Jacksonville, he's a backup quarterback. And he's gonna be a good backup quarterback for Mitch. And he's gonna come in at some point this season. Oh, and they're no. both not yeah. gonna be good. Yeah, no, it's, it's his Chicago in this perpetual circle of just awfulness. But, and I love it. It's you, great. Yeah. Keep doing it. I love it, it too. But I but I have to look at this objectively and it's extremely frustrating when you do look at it objectively why would the bears trade picks for this quarterback when there's cam newton out there well i guess they didn't know about cam newton at the time oh no 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 no. they they that the word about cam newton's been known that that is something that has been known since the combine that's been talked about since not about him getting released though but they knew that he was on the market yes for a trade yes so they, they, they he was going they to be available in some fashion. So even point, within a trade scenario, they still could have gotten Cam Newton. But they could have it. It would have been. I'm saying they didn't know he was going to be a free agent. They would have had oh, to yeah. give. They would have had to given up more for a trade. So I don't necessarily blame them for that. I don't know. I still wouldn't have traded for Foles. But the fact that a quarterback like Jameis Winston was a free agent that you didn't have to give up anything but a contract for. Yeah, man. I don't get that because I genu- I'm still under the impression that they should have drafted Jameis Winston way back when. Yeah. Like I, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I don't know where he's going to end up. I think he's going to end up being a backup somewhere and taking a job. Well, who, depending on who where he still goes. doesn't have a starter yet? Well, we talked about Miami. I think uh, Washington, even though they have a couple young guys, I don't know if those guys are going to pan out. I could see him being a backup in Philly. I don't, and he would eventually but get like playing starting time. Starting jobs. Yeah, I. <sighs> Denver has Drew Locke. I could see uh, 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 the Chargers. Maybe is well. So who's in Vegas right now? Uh, Derek Carr and Marcus Mariota. 
Oh, that's right, Marcus Mariota. That's, yeah. Well, that's who they're probably going to try to go with at some point. It's Mariota, yeah. I yeah, think Mariota he's got a future. If he can keep his head on his shoulders, I think he'll be fine. I actually disagree, but I, well, for whatever he, he, reason. I, we just, I don't know if we've seen a big enough sample size. on a. I want to see him on a different team. I think, Again, I would I would take Derek Carr any day of the week. But for some reason, they don't like Derek Carr. But for like, it, I'm talking like long term. Yeah, I would I think, take Derek Carr. Really? Okay, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I right, think Derek um, Carr's yeah, but anyway. I, yeah, I feel he's, I he's, I feel bad because I don't want to say he's like Matt Flynn in this situation because he's not. He really had a good year last year. He just threw a lot yeah. of interceptions, which happens. That's why I feel like he'd be really good in New England, because you can coach the interceptions away. That's a thing, especially with the defense. Bill Belichick too. Like, come on, dude. I'm I'm telling you, it would be a great fit. I'm looking at uh, other teams right now too. Maybe Jacksonville, but I think they're pretty set on Minshew. Yeah. Um, for for good reason. I the kid's got a future. Great I think so too. I, I'm, um, unfortunately, he'll probably fizzle out in a year or two. But like, still, like he's he's good. But other than that, there's not many teams that don't have quarterbacks right now. Um, I would be totally game if the Packers signed him as a backup. Eh. Um, because if I mean, he, how how old is he? Twenty sixth. Okay, hear me out. How many years realistically does Aaron Rodgers have left? Four. Really? I was gonna say three. I I think four, but yeah. Um, okay, well, well, let's go on three. So three. You sign him to a, a backup deal for one year. Get him to stay for a couple more years. Oh no, Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. Believe it or not, that happens quite frequently. Unfortunately, <laughs> you're telling me Aaron Rodgers doesn't get hurt once in the next three years? Not happening. I think it'd be almost pertinent to have a guy like Jameis Winston on your roster at Aaron Rodgers' age, just in general. I I don't hate it. But it, those, it's a money thing. You have to spend a little bit yes. of extra money on your backup. But is it yeah. worth it with how strong that coaching system is? You know, I, I actually don't hate that because I am a Jameis guy. And for whatever reason, I do think his LASIK is going to not fix, but help the interception problem. And the right system would, too, because with that system he was in, he was encouraged to uh, throw that deep ball a little more. Very risky little... passes. Cross yeah, balls. Exactly. Like, he was throwing the guys across the field in double coverages, yeah. in the middle of zone reads. Like, it wasn't a good fit for him. Um, so now I think we can just jump across this list. If you want to talk about any, we can just – we don't have to go in order anymore. Byron Jones, I do want to mention signing with the Dolphins, $82 million for five years. Good for Byron to get the money. Dolphins. Not so I much. Yeah. Um, I don't know there's what there's a lot more franchise tags than I was expecting. There's quite a, I think every team used it. <laughs> just, a, just almost. Did we franchise yeah. tag anyone? By the way, I want to say something really That's quick. A good question. Packers fans that own a piece of the team can say we. I am. I agree. I agree. An owner I can of too. two shares of the Green Bay Packers. I only have one, but I completely agree. Yeah. So we. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, Why is Kenny Clark? Did we did we sign Kenny Clark? He's not even on this list. I, I think we re-signed him before because we had rights on him, didn't we? I can't remember. I'm pretty sure he was – I'm pretty sure his rookie deal was up this year. Um, Really quick, how do you feel about Teddy Bridgewater going to, going to Carolina? That's an interesting one. I I, I was – Okay, I think it's an upgrade at quarterback. I think Cam Newton is a good football player, but I think Teddy Bridgewater is a better quarterback. Well, okay, well, so that puts me in the mindset of Cam Newton's going to L.A. So, 
I could see that. I see, I could also see Cam going to New England. I don't. Know I don't know where Cam. I I don't think he fits. Even like I know it's Belichick, he can do anything. I just don't think Cam Newton and Bill Belichick would mesh. I agree. Well. I genuinely, I don't know where he's going to go if it's not the Chargers. Yeah, I, I think he's going to almost have to be the Chargers at this point. Yeah, I really have no clue. Um, but Teddy Bridgewater, because they just signed a receiver too, Robbie Anderson. So now they have, they have Robbie Anderson, they have DJ Moore, and they have Curtis Samuel, and obviously Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. I think that offense solid. And their defense is pretty good. Their defense is. I. They're pretty losing Keekley. They're losing Keekley. It's going to be. But Shaq Barrett is there. Yeah, and but he's going to learn from Keekley though. That's the thing. Exactly. Like, and Shaq. The fact that Shaq Barrett. Uh, they're also losing James Bradbury at corner too. But like, I. I. I love the. I actually love the signing. And I think the Bears are stupid for not getting in on Bridgewater sooner. Uh, yeah. I think Bridgewater going to the Panthers. I think that works. I yeah, it's, it's really easy to be a fan of sports teams from a rival state of Illinois because they're just so good at not being good. And yeah. they, they do it so repetitively. It's amazing. I um, completely agree. Okay, Ryan Tannehill. That's another one that I want to stop at. Um, oh, so we have him for one more year? I'm, so, I'm still looking at Kenny, Kenny Clark. Clark yeah, we, I think we might have him for one more year, and then we're going to resign. I think maybe they've talked about an extension. That might have been what you were hearing. Because that – I don't think they're letting him go, at least if they can help it. So we have him for all oh, the base salary. That's what it, we, he doesn't have a signing bonus this year. That's what I'm looking at here. OK, he's making a crap. I think we signed him to an extension. I think we did. I know we've, I've been hearing about it. He's making seven million this year. Yeah, good for him. I the mean, previous not great years, for us, he's been making like... one point three and one point seven. That had to have been an extension. Yeah, maybe. Or he had, like, a deal. Did he make an all-team or something? Oh, fifth, fifth year? Oh, there it is. Fifth-year option, I think. Oh, because they picked him up on the fifth-year option. Must have been. Um. All right, so Ryan Tannehill. I um, uh, love it. Yeah? Yeah. Do y- you think there's any other better options that Tennessee could have pursued besides Tom Brady that would have made sense? For Tennessee, no. No, you don't think Bridgewater could have I, done something there? Maybe. And I suppose he yeah, – that's that's less money, but I think I, – I'm a firm believer in – and especially in sports, don't break – don't fix what ain't broke. Yeah, it, I was, that's what I was going to say because the only two quarterbacks I could really see is one would be, have to be a trade for Matt Stafford, but they're mm-hmm. not going to give up anything for him. He's because old and broken. When you have a football team that wins – and, and this is, again, why I think what Tampa Bay is doing is just so strange to me. I get I get bringing in Tom Brady. I get the whole yeah, yeah. he's Tom Brady thing we should bring him in. But, like, genuinely, it puzzles me when you have a guy who fits your scheme so well, why, why replace him with someone who you don't know is going to work? That's why, exactly, I think, yeah. that's why I think Ryan Tannehill staying here – He's not, listen, he's not the best quarterback. He might be, you know, the 27th best quarterback in this league. But I think he's one of the better fits for Tennessee because they are a run-heavy team. But he he can get the ball downfield. Listen, again, I'm a fantasy guy. He was one of the top fantasy quarterbacks in the second half of last season. 
And I know that's shocking to say, but he was genuinely one of the better quarterbacks last year. He was putting up points that deep ball and the, and, and their receiving core works too. They got Gianno Smith at tight end. Who's going to be a good, a great receiving tight end. They have, um, AJ Brown, who was just phenomenal last year at, at run after the or yards after a catch. Um, I'm trying to think of who else they even have now. I can't even think, but like they, I, I, this just works and it's, and it's hard to, you know, give him his money. I think he earned this. Why, why change it? I, I think it's one of those things too, where, uh, you see quarterbacks perform better in different systems. This is, this is perfect for him. There's yeah. no reason he should be anywhere else. I think a really interesting way to look at it is he's kind of like the Michael Red of of Tennessee. Michael Red was a great fit for the Bucks, and only the Bucks. Exactly. <laughs> and I think that's where Ryan Tannehill is at right now. If he went anywhere else, I think he'd still be fine, but he would have nowhere near the production he'd have in, as if he was in the Titans uniform. I... Yeah, I completely agree. Now, the fact that they signed him and didn't and only franchised Derrick Henry, I think is a little strange. But they, I do I think, think they know what they're doing. I think I, I agree and I think a deal is coming for Derrick Henry. Yeah. Um I think they're just trying to space out the money a little differently. I think that's what it is. Um I agree. real pissed about Brian Balaga. That was definitely a ploy to try to get Tom Brady though. Um, oh one hundred percent. Which I, I said that I was hanging out with some friends and I'm like, Oh no, there's no way. And I'm like Literally, Brady's only got two teams left in the Chargers. And Brian Balaga is one of the best tackles in football right now. He was phenomenal last year. Him yeah. and Bakhtiari I were... I can't believe he left Green Bay. Yeah. It still blows my mind. It, it kind of... it like It's a more minor version of when Brett Favre left because he's been a Packer for so long. Genuine. Yeah, it's, it's it Honestly, it kind of hurts a little bit. And now I kind of have general resentment <laughs> towards him. Uh, so. But at the same time, good for him at the age of 31, signing a $30 million yeah, contract yeah, for three he's years. He's getting his money. Yeah, yeah, he's getting his money. I get that. I get that. Yeah. Come I'm back ha- to Green Bay know. after your three-year deal if your knees aren't done. <laughs> um, um, Hunter Henry, uh, good good job tagging him. I was hoping we could maybe scoop him up, but that's okay. Yeah, I mean, it made sense. Um, same with Robbie Anderson, and I know I mentioned it before, but that's a great get by the Panthers. I think they have a solid one, two, three at wide receiver right now. And uh, they're all three deep guys, but uh, DJ Moore can also be that possession, you know, kind of Julian Edelman guy in the middle for Bridgewater. I think I think their offense is going to be great next year. Well, with the way Bridgewater can spread out the field, too. Yeah, it, that just gives you so many options. Um, th- this is like the jet sweep offense like that they have set <laughs> oh, up right God. now. Like This is like if you're playing Madden with this roster, you're just spamming jet sweep option like <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, they're they're going to be a lot of fun to watch. It's going to be um, a little bit of Raven-esque offense as we actually get down a little bit towards fr- down this list. They also franchise one of their edge rushers as well. So, um, yeah, that's just another team using their franchise tag. I did not expect this many franchise tags. Right. Like ESPN watching all their like free agency. They're, they're like, oh, no, I think it's only going to be like like three or four or five teams. These guys for sure. And that's probably going to be it. And then, but all but like four teams used one, something like that. Yeah. So um, yeah. So what do you think about Austin Hooper to the Browns? So I don't know why he takes this deal. One. No. Nope. Right at this age, who's who's your quarterback? Baker Mayfield. Exactly. 
You're telling me he could, at 25, hot commodity in the NFL is a very solid tight end. Genuinely, one of the best pass-catching tight ends in the league right now. Yeah, and, I mean, that that's not as much competition as I'd like there to be at that at that position, uh, especially from a catching perspective because a lot of those guys are great edge blockers too. Oh, um, yeah, I mean, look at Kittle. I mean, and that that's what a majority of tight ends are starting to turn into. So um, it's nice to see a guy with hands get paid for it. Um, that That's a solid deal for a tight end at his age. Um, he's got some longevity involved. I don't know how much of that is guaranteed. Um, I mean, it sucks that it's got to be Cleveland, but good for him for getting his money. Um, the, I... only, the only thing I think he's going to do is make that team better. See, I don't. I don't know. I don't think it's a good fit. I, I the just, more I think, it's, the more, it's more I think about it. options for Baker. But, but the... First of all, they had David Njoku, who, yeah. yes, is was a little injury-plagued, but I think once he gets playing, he is going to be a phenomenal tight end. I genuinely believe that, both at passing and ca- er, uh, catching and blocking. Um He's going to be good. So I don't know why they didn't maybe stick with him a little more. The other thing is he's a pass catching tight end. I don't know his blocking particularly well, but I know he's more known for his catching, obviously. And this is a team that should be more run heavy than anything, which I know is crazy to say when you have Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry, but Nick Chubb, what is the strength of that offense right now? Yeah. And so I don't, I, I just don't – I'm not a fan of this. And 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 for Austin Hooper, too, where if you come to Green Bay, you know, or, or you know, there's a couple different places, but it, Green Bay obviously is going to come to my mind. If you come to Green Bay, you are going to be a focal point of that offense. It's going to be you, Devontae Adams, and whoever else we get at wide receiver. Like, I – he's not necessarily he, – he is just another option in Cleveland. And it's hard, it's hard for me to say that the Packers wouldn't have shelled out that money for him. I think they would have. Um, I think they would have. Yeah, I, I really do. I think that's a good point you bring up because the Packers, especially, and we're not the only team. There's a, no. like I said before, there's a super lack of catch heavy tight ends in the NFL right now. Hell, and the Panthers. What? I said the Panthers. Yeah, they took them all. Um, <laughs> no, <they're, laughs> no, yeah, so like, we're looking, so like for right now, you look at a league like the XFL, that's a new way for guys to come in. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe people are gonna start realizing some you know six eight dudes that are playing at like their like minor league team like the um, Racine Raiders shout out to them hell yeah go way back um, maybe there's some of those guys that are realizing they're really good and maybe we might see some more like exciting stories about that because these tight ends need to start showing up man <laughs> because it, it's, we're really lacking that whole different side of like J- old Jimmy Graham oh do I miss those days I know oh. he was a Seahawk but still. So, and Saint, both of them awesome. Um, but yeah, Hooper would have been a lot better in a green and gold uniform, definitely. Yeah, and I think I just, it would have benefit him. Yeah, I just don't think it makes a lot of sense, genuinely. Yeah, he's gonna be so. running a lot of like short post routes. He's just mm-hmm. got big hands for Baker to keep his percentages up. I, I really think that's kind of what it comes down to. They want to make sure their quarterback looks good. They're not gonna be. Uh, they're not gonna win anything. Right. Uh, so there's four more things I want to talk about. Okay. 
we're, I'm going to try to, I'm trying to do this in order. One's not necessarily a free agent thing, but I just remembered that it happened and I can't believe we haven't talked about it yet. But we'll get to that in a second. Melvin Gordon to the Broncos. Yep. 16 million, two years. Yep. Uh, interesting. Yeah. That's not where I thought he was going to go. I <sighs> also, I have to quick interject. Fuck you, Denver. Why the fuck did you let go of Joe Flacco? What? He, he's the, the savior. Because they don't need the savior him. of your football no. program. They got Drew Shame Locke. Shame on you. They got Drew Locke. They'll be Shame right. on you. I think this is a weird signing because they have Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman, who they were already using as a two running back system. They're just gonna have a they're gonna have a Whitewater style backfield, man. Yeah, and it's gonna be strange. Uh, I think Gordon should have probably went other places. He probably could have got more money other places. I don't know. 16 for Melvin Gordon seems real low. Could, could you real imagine low. the running nightmare that would be in Tampa if he went down there? Well, not even that, but the pass catching. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. With Tom Brady you know, throwing you the ball? Come on. Yeah. Come on. Hey, he's got great yeah. hands. Always that was has. a strange one. That was a strange one for me. Um, uh, Todd Gurley to the Falcons. Yeah, that happened. And they also traded for Hunter Hearst. Um or Hayden Hurst, Hunter Hur- Hayden Hurst, maybe. I, don't I, I know. think Todd Gurley's supremely undervalued. I yes. I just think he's been hurt too much. I think that's yeah. really what it comes down to. I think there's a lot of wear and tear on his body, but I think there's still a lot of value in him. I think that's a really good spot uh, for him to land. Honestly, I think I think that's a really good fit. Oh, also, I want I need to shout out Blake Martinez. Um, yeah, going to the Giants. Yeah, thanks for all the work you did. But once again, man. You were so good in green and gold. Yeah. And he's not going to get any more respect playing out in the Meadowlands. It's, so like, it's yeah, genuinely sad to see him go. Yeah, I really, really I, like I really thought he was going to be one of those Packers for life, but I guess not. I thought he was our next AJ Hawk. I had the feeling he was going to leave because I, I figured we were going to pay Kenny and not him, unfortunately. Yeah, even though he was the tackle guy. Right. Unfortunately, yeah. Um what was the so the only other free agency i really wanted to talk about was um christian kirksey to the packers just because i think that's the right i think that's the first the good first step for the packers to improve that defense yeah and for a, a team that hasn't been making a whole lot of offseason moves so far mm-hmm. um at least obtaining players i i think that's a really good move um because they, they are kind of pick and choosing where, what spots to upgrade right now. It's not like they need to do a roster overhaul. They looked nope. pretty decent last year, believe it or not. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I, it's a good pickup. They're picking up a piece that they need that they didn't have last year, and it, it's going to add to a, a really solid defensive core. And I think this might even be an idea to help stop that run game because that was some issues that there were some issues in that that we saw last year. So we'll see if that can help with that too. Absolutely. So the last thing I want to talk about, I, I got to hear your thoughts on this. Deandre Hopkins <laughs> gets traded from Houston. Yeah. To, to the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. And I, this is the weirdest trade that I have seen in a long Tell time. Tell me this so, ain't the most backward shit you've ever seen in professional sports. Dude. This is like DeAndre a player-for-player player trade with some throwaway picks in the first round. Which, these two players are nowhere near the same level of no, each other. No, DeAndre Hopkins to the Cardinals for uh, running back David Johnson and a fourth-round 2020 pick. 
or on this a second round. This is what round. happens when you put your head in coach round. in the same chair as your GM. Dude. I, that, that's and it. That's what this is. One of the uh, fantasy podcasts, the uh, fantasy football podcasts that I listen to, they're from Arizona. They're Cardinals fans. They were going absolutely batshit crazy. They're going to have they, a winning record this year. They not only did they get I, one of, if not the best wide receiver in the league right now in DeAndre Hopkins, but they got rid of David Johnson and that contract. The Texans are paying that contract in full. Yeah. Like I said, this is why you don't let your coach be your GM in a situation like this. That was an absolute win-win for the Cardinals. Like, I cannot believe. Because now Kyler Murray. Trade finder and like, oh, wait, that's a real deal? Okay. (laughs) Like, oh, you're actually offering me Hopkins? (laughs) Like, I. Now, listen, I think. Let's take away the fact that that was a completely stupid trade. David Johnson, just solely focusing on him in Houston now, I do think is somewhat of a solid fit. We'll see what Deshaun can do. Get the ball in his hands. Well, yeah, and he is a good pass-catching back. I think Watson, the numbers for pass-catching backs aren't great in Houston, but maybe it'll rise up now, especially because there's a lot of targets that are going to be missing um, from the outside. Will Fuller, if he can stay healthy, he's going to be their number one. I was about and to I say, because then you're running back because your second receiving option. Like, that's where well, they're they kind have, of at right now. They have Kenny Stills, and I, I, you know, he's not necessarily a guy I would want at number two, but I think he could be a solid Once guy. Once again, this is a team that we know isn't probably going to win a lot of games. No, least, which is so... Which they, 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 they could go, like, year. 500, maybe. If, if they like, would have just... If they wouldn't have touched anything, I think they would have been in the running for this division. If they would have just kept Hopkins, <laughs> like, but, but now they just, they lose Hopkins yeah, and their defense Hopkins took him and all his baby mamas over to Arizona. Scott still be, be flooding with Deandre Hopkins, baby mamas. And they haven't really made any moves. No, no. they kept Brandon roll or Bradley Rolby. I, I think that's it. <laughs> yeah. Just about. They lost DJ reader, big defensive guy in the middle. I don't get it. <laughs> they were in, they were, they were beating the chiefs 24 to nothing at one point. This is like KD leaving after golden state when they were up three, one, like, why are you just giving up? Your team was good. I, I really didn't get it. I don't get it at all, but it's great for the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are going to be a very solid offense this year with Kenyon Drake. I think they franchise tag or they transitional tagged him. Um, he fits the scheme way better than the, uh, David Johnson did. And now with Deandre Hopkins and, all those other young receivers that they have. Not to Kyler mention their gonna, quarterback. Exactly. Kyler's only going to get better. We saw his progression just through last season. He's just I can't so imagine. hard to guard. Like yeah. It's hard to keep track of him. He's small. He's quick. He's got a freaking cannon yeah, for I, his size. I don't think he's going to be what Lamar was last year, but he is that type of Lamar player. Oh, where it he, could happen, man. I don't know if it's this it, year, but it's coming. <laughs> it could I don't I, I'm not going to sit here and say it will because Lamar just had a phenomenal season. Just, you know, but like he, if anyone's going to do it, it's Kyler. Kyler has the tools. He he's got a good arm. He's a pretty accurate quarterback. And he's we've heard play, defenders say he's like guarding Sonic out there. Like yeah. it's he's a fast little shit. It, it, I think the big point is the little like yeah. the thing about Lamar Jackson. He's like, what, six, three, six, four. Like he's a pretty yeah, good dude. True. Like he's he's like. 
a, a little above average. Kyler Murray's like what? 5'10, 5'9? He's small. Like maybe even shorter. We know he's got tiny hands. We we heard all about that for it doesn't matter, but like still, he's a tiny dude. Tackling small is not easy because their center of balance is also lower. So True. there's a lot of things and he's, he's got a, going in his advantage. And being a quarterback, he can't hit him up high. No. He's only he's how only gonna five get his ten. little stocky legs. Exactly. He's only five ten. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I really like the Cardinals going forward. I think they're going to be solid. Uh, I think it's very interesting that the Bears invested in Robert Quinn for $70 million for five yeah. years at, at age 29 as an edge rusher. Listen, he and he still played solid, but, but I, yeah, that, I don't know. That solid? I agree. Whoa. Yeah, that, that one <laughs> um, was interesting. Also, shout out to HaHa Clinton Dix for getting the hell out of Chicago. Good for you, man. I knew that was well, a bad didn't he decision. Didn't go to Dallas? Yeah, it's better than Chicago for some. Oh, he's going back to Mike McCarthy, isn't he? Oh, oh poor God. boy. Poor man. Poor boy. Now nah, he's still a boy. He hasn't made big big boy decisions yet, obviously. Shaq Lawson. I didn't know about this. Yeah, that's a that that's a pretty team friendly deal, though. At least from what that's, we've been seeing. That's a big loss for Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, I think Buffalo is there. I don't know where are they at right now because they're kind of were in that transitional period last year. They almost won the division. Yeah, and like they they outplayed what they thought they were going to, but. And I think they're going to be. They just got Stephon. Di- we didn't even talk about Stephon Diggs. No, I keep forgetting we all didn't. these. They just got Stephon Diggs, so let's talk about the Bills. Devin Singletary is their running back of the future. We know that Josh Allen's their quarterback of the future, and now. Man. Yeah, and their defense was great, but now they lose Shaq Lawson. I don't know. That's interesting. But as far as Stephon Diggs go, I think Diggs is a, going to be a phenomenal fit in Buffalo. I really hope so. Um, it's also nice that we're not going to have to see him anymore twice a year. <laughs> um, yes. Because to be completely honest, as a Packers fan, you fear any good wide receiver because we're just not good at guarding them. Not um, only, Not only just not having him there. But having him and Thielen there was just a nightmare. Yeah, they so were now a only, real good combo. Exactly. Not only Now only having to deal with one of them is going to be nice. Yeah, for sure. Um, and like you said, Buffalo just seems like it's a perfect fit for him. I, just, I said earlier, quarterback system fits. Wide receivers can fit in a system that isn't necessarily ideal for them. Like at Randall Cobb, perfect example. Yeah. His, previous, his previous stint. So I think when you're looking at a guy that – is ready to be in this system and fits this well, there's no reason to expect anything less than a successful season. Yeah. He's a deep ball guy and we know how strong, uh, Allen's arm is. So I, yeah, I'm excited. Um, do you think the Packers make a play to Marius Randall? To Mary? Oh, we should. Because I, like I, like I once again, just got done saying, holy bad backfield Batman. Like, well, the only Not thing bad, about that, but like, the only thing about that is he found his calling at safety, and he he was very solid because with us he tried to play cornerback, which is what he was drafted as, and he wasn't the greatest. He went to Cleveland, he became a safety, and he really found found his way there. I just don't know if we need a safety right now. We have Darnell Savage and Adrian Amos. I think we more need linebackers and corners, if anything, more linebacker heavy than anything. Yeah. Well, is it maybe you sign one of these new guys? Because you also have Von Bell, who's also available. Um, yeah, I, I, he's I'm he's young too. He's twenty five. Like, 
and he's been playing pretty solid. So like, yeah, is it one of those? Like, do you do you trade Savage? No, I, I, that, I don't think so. So, I mean, because Darnell Savage has been playing great. So, yeah, Savage has been good. Amos has been good. That's why I'd say, and I'm trying to look at linebackers, but there's not well, too also, many. Also, these safeties can play corner. Like, that's a thing. So Yeah, but what I'm saying is Randall struggled at corner, but he's good at safety. So why bring him back and put him right back at corner? Yeah, I think or well, could, could Savage or Amos play safety? Or play corner? Savage could potentially. Because I know Savage gets put on a lot of one-on-ones. Yes, yes, so, he does. I think Savage could po- potentially make that transition. But yeah, again, there's, I there's also some I, corners too that are available still. Um, Ryan, maybe Marcus Golden's still available from New York. He's an edge rusher. So um, is Billy Correa from yeah, Tennessee. Carrera, yeah, uh, Wolf D tackle. But like, I think right now all the Packers need to do draft a draft a linebacker in the first round, a wide receiver in the second round, and then focus on your offensive line slash linebacking core in the rest of the draft. That's yeah. all you really need to do. Yeah. Yeah, and. If, if they can somehow sneak up and get a really good wide receiver, if, if the cards are played properly, because you never know, <laughs> with, like, the way the draft could go, you you don't know if you're going to have an opportunity to make a move to get up. And if right. they can make that move, maybe what if they could sneak into that 8, 9, 10 spot and pick well, up one of the LSU get... receivers? No. If we're going to sneak up, we need to get Isaiah Simmons. Oh, yeah. If we sneak up, we need to get a linebacker. Yeah. Because and and we are going to talk about this in the draft thing, but I uh, this the wide receiver draft class is so deep, we could genuinely get a number two guy in the second round. Really? I think our number two wide receiver we could draft with our second pick. Interesting. I really do, and we'll talk about could, that could more. Could you even go three rounds deep on this one too, possibly? We could. Honestly, I think we can get a very solid receiver in the third round. So do you go two, three on wide receivers? Yeah, why not? I, I need, yeah, we I, need receivers. I, I don't disagree with you. I would actually probably rather pick up a linebacker in free agency if there's still any available or make a trade for one and then try to pick up wide receive, wide receiving talent. Just because yeah. we need hands for Rodgers and with how much talent there already is with a pre-existing, like, these guys are NFL ready. They're good. Like, the oh, systems yeah. are starting to run and colleges are sometimes even crazier than NFL systems. So, like, these guys are good to go. Not not a problem. It's not saying it's plug and play necessarily, especially right. with we don't know what training camps are going to look like this year with everything that's going on. So, like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I would not be opposed to going uh, first round, third round, or even a first round, second round on wide receivers if they could pick up another linebacker a different way. Yeah. And I'm sure there's someone on the market if if it needs to be a trade. There's got to be at this point in the year. Potentially, maybe. Yeah, but uh, that's all stuff that we can talk about on the next one. Yeah. I think that's all the time we have for today. Yeah. yeah. It, KO said, we're going to keep it short. And I was like, ha ha, that's funny. <laughs> I forgot how much how much has actually happened in well, the world and, of the NFL. And we always we keep talking. So uh, well, that's true too. We can <laughs> we split off on quite a few tangents every time. But yeah, um, we plugged everything at the beginning of the show. So I can't believe this works so well. Yeah, this, this actually works really well. I think this is going to be. I think we can potentially. Uh, it'll 
it'll only be once a week if we if we keep it regular. But yeah, I think we can probably go back to doing once a week. And there's a lot of topics too we could talk about besides sports if it needs to. So exactly, there's so plenty going will, on. I think we will start bringing you guys more content as this crazy world continues to go on. So. Thank you all for listening. Like I said, subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Wash uh, your hands. Wash your hands. Please quarantine. Six uh, feet. And say yes. Um, but yes, thank you all for listening. And we will see you guys next week. About as cold as my wrist. Got me down in the fifth. Got me drowning in indecisions. Genie, I'm full of wishes. Still can't help with the disposition. I'm just a young college kid with all the privilege. Stress beyond belief. So can't trust going through the villages. Keep an image of Priscilla with the J. Dilla Dilla. Need another dollar dollar in Manila. So vanilla with a swirl. Let the blade run. Tongue drip slice down the middle of our nation. Heebie jeebies, we already had this conversation. Kept me busy since day one. Accusations. Pockets gained a little weight like my ex bitch. Still the only bricks that I've been stacking been in Tetris. Never measure up because we've been on a different metric. And I don't give a fuck about who the next I fill the is. hole in my soul with Palace Supreme logos. Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo. Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa. I just wanna jump from the top and fly solo. Fill the hole in my soul with Palace Supreme logos. Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo. Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa. I just wanna jump from the top and fly solo.